Well, welcome everyone to the Power Hack yes. Hour. <laughs> Today, we have one of our own, and I'm super excited to finally, finally interview her. Um, she turned me down for like a whole year. Um, I really wanted to share um, her story, um, her 16 year journey, um, the ups and downs of the business and how she was able to double her business last year without working twice as hard. So without further ado, Leilani, my good friend and my business partner. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Really good. excited to talk to you today. So um, I'm, we're not gonna waste any time. We're just gonna jump right into it. Tell us how you started and tell us about your journey from when you started until you know 16 years later today and what that all looks like. Um, so I don't even know if you actually know my story, John, <laughs> but my story is actually quite interesting. So I actually kind of fell into real estate. It wasn't something that I was planning on doing. I had gone to uh, Simon Fraser straight after university because I had Asian parents that would not allow me to take a year off after high school. So I went into university, got my business degree there. Um, and then shortly after that, I didn't, I really had no clue what I wanted to do. What I did know was that I was really shy child and I wasn't really open. Um, I wasn't really used to talking to different types of people. Um, but I had a boyfriend at the time who was taking his real estate course and we were actually on the verge of breaking up, but I really wanted to stay with him. So I ended up taking the real estate course with him <laughs> oh, studying wow. and we both ended up passing the course and we're both still in real estate. Um, but through that journey, I still wasn't really sure. So basically in between, um, going to university and, uh, taking my course, I ended up getting a job at Cactus Club and I ended up getting a job at a local bar, mm. um, two of which would terrify me <laughs> because you were forced to talk to people that you don't necessarily, you know, you, you're not used to it. So, um, I ended up doing both and I could tell you. Honestly, I am a horrible waitress and definitely not suited for a bar waitress because mm. I don't really drink myself. And so I didn't really, I would get all the drink orders wrong. I would spill them on everyone, but I knew that there was a purpose for me being there. So I stayed. Mm. Um, they realized that the company actually realized that I was such a bad waitress. They moved me up into the VIP bar upstairs. And also uh, they had a private restaurant at that time. So the reason why I share the story is because I knew in my gut that there was a purpose for me being there. And the purpose was because I serviced these two regulars that would come in at night. Um, and these two regulars were the only thing that I looked forward to. But through this process, I was able to get to know them really, really well. They questioned why I was basically waitressing if I had my degree. Um, I befriended them. And one day, one of the, um, one of the regulars, basically said, if you're getting your real estate license, I want to be your first listing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I mean, personally, I thought, okay, he's just trying to get in my pants because <laughs> I'm like working at a bar, you know, I like barely have any clothes on. I'm just servicing you. But I said, you know what, instead of, you know, I giving you my number, why don't I do this? Why don't you give me your number? And um, when the time is right and I got my, I get my license, I'll call you. 
which is exactly what I did. I called him, mm. he gave me my first listing. And in that year I did 10 more, 10 more transactions with him. He ended up being an investor client who okay. purchased numerous investment properties with me. And so my first year I was able to basically get to the six figure income. Wow. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was a, so it's a very unique experience because he mentored me. He told me, uh, he taught me even how to purchase my first car. So he was, a, he was just a great role model for me. So mm. that's kind of how I started my journey. Wow. So uh, 2004, approximately, or 2005, right? It was 2006. 2006. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So man, um, you, you came out of the gates just swinging like 10 deals in your first year. That's like, I don't know, to me, that's a lot. Right. And, and being so young, um, I mean, wh what did you do with all that money when you were so young? I saved it. You saved so it. So my goal, yeah. So my goal was, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a very good daughter. I should say <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint my parents, but I wanted to move out of my house. Wow. Um, and so they said, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to buy your first place. So the second year in real estate, I bought my first place. So I basically really? accumulated, um, the down payment the first wow. year, um, and then purchased my, my condo in Yale town the second, my second year. Wow. Good for you. That's, that's very early. I don't know. For me anyway, I, I didn't purchase that early. And um, I certainly, I had a, I had a leg up uh, because I, I had my parents uh, help me, but you did it all on your own by, by selling 10 properties and purchasing your first property. So that's, that's, that's awesome. So tell me about this journey then, because, you know, what a grind, 16 years, right? I mean, that, that's a grind. Um, you went mm. through the ups and downs of 2008 and nine. How did you uh, get through all that? Through you, like really honestly, like talking to people like yourself and just creating a really great mindset. And you, I, I think through those moments, even from last year, I think um, sort of digging deep and having self-reflection moments and also growing yourself personally, not just professionally, I think really helps in those times. Because the industry can be like very lonely, right? And very discouraging. So I think just having people around you that um, are gonna lift you up and support you and guide you in those times really helps. Yeah, definitely. Well, we, we've um, I've known you since like way back, I think 2010, 2009. Mm -hmm. but, um, we really got uh, closer uh, for everyone that doesn't know. We um, got acquainted at PSI. <laughs> And that's how we got really, really close. Um, what do you think, you know, PSI did for you in terms of on, on the uh, personal development end? I mean, I think I've always, I think I've always been really fascinated with personal development and just the journey about learning about yourself. I find that, um, I find that there's something new that I learn about myself every single year. But I think what PSI did for me was it gave me, um, it was all about taking responsibility for my life. Mm. The biggest thing for me, right? Like no more excuses, um, no more blames. It's just taking responsibility for what you want and making sure that it's on your own terms. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. And for those of you that don't don't know, um, the, the whole company EXP actually came out of PSI. Glenn had an idea. What, what was this, the, the program called? Is it MLS or something? that? Yeah, it's like, yeah, so it's a leadership program for men. They separate the men and the women for the leadership portion of it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, during this whole time, you got married and you have two kids. 
And mm -hmm. for those of you who, who don't know, um, Leilani only got her assistant, I think, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Only part time, too, because I, I, I have a little bit of commitment issues there. So, but yes, only you know, part time. I, I see, I see Crystal, right? I see my wife, you know, just hustling, you know, doing the marketing behind the scenes and taking care of Zoe. You are doing marketing, you are doing staging, you are doing selling, you're doing prospecting and with two kids, which you homeschooled during the pandemic. How did you do all that and not die? <laughs> well, you know what? Last year was a, a very unique year because I really didn't focus on work at all. I focus most of my energy on keeping my family safe mm. um, and the work kind of came second. So it was really ironic that I actually doubled my income last year. I literally work three to four hours a day and then the weekends. I think a lot of it had to do with mindset and also setting your intentions every day. Um, for me, I set the intention early in the year that the clients that did come to me, I wanted them to be um, easy and effortless. Wow. Um, I wanted them to somewhat aligned with what I was going through, which was we were all going through change, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted the clients to be very appreciative and super easy. And every one of my clients were exactly that. I, I got like numerous referrals from the clients that I had last year as well. So I think just setting your intention on a daily basis really helps. Um, but I also feel like um, as realtors, we often, you know, put a lot of pressure on productivity. And when you put a lot of pressure on productivity, oftentimes it doesn't actually happen. Wow. So being able to set that intention, you want to produce, but at the same time, you want to be able to surrender and let go, then naturally things will sort of happen and come into your life. So I don't really know how I did what I did last year, but I, and in such a short period of time, I'm not really quite sure. Um, I just think it was mostly mindset and setting intentions and developing a really strong morning routine. That's amazing that you said a lot there. There's guys, if you didn't know, there's some golden nuggets in there. Number one is that Leilani didn't focus on the production. Actually, she focused on taking care of family. Now I'm the firm believer, you know, since last year, the pandemic happened, you know, so many things went, went through our heads. I'm a believer now that if we take care of ourselves, we take care of our health and we take care of our family business actually flows a lot easier. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. I think, um, and, na and naturally people. Um, my internal like GPS is coming from a place of joy. If I don't feel joyful about something that I'm doing, I'm not going to do it. So um, like, I'll give you an example about the staging aspect of it. So I believe that I'm a problem solver. I believe one of my gifts is to solve problems and also to connect to people and hear their stories. So with respect to this whole staging and how it came about, that was not something I had intentionally set out to do. However, I had a client who was an overseas client that was not able to sell their, their condo. Uh, they wanted a second opinion. I literally spoke with them on Zoom. This was through COVID. And um, they asked me to go and take a look at this, this apartment. It wasn't even off market yet. But they asked me to go and take a look. So I went to go take a look and I noticed that 
there was like tape on the lock when you first walk in and all the baseboards were being taped up. All the furniture in there because she had had it as a furnished rental was all tattered. Like there was rips in the couches. There was, it was just, it did not show well. And she had told me that the previous person had staged the property. Well, it wasn't staged. The second room was used as like a cleaning storage area. So without thinking about it in my mind, it was like my, it was like I was speaking before I was able to actually think, but mm. I just said like, listen, if you're open to it, I want to stage your home. I had no furniture at the time. <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to do it because wow. I would have to build all the furniture. And I also committed to doing it over the weekend. Wow. So in order for me to do that, I would have to remove all of her furniture and then move all this new furniture in. But I, I felt like it was, it was something that I felt like I needed to do because she needed to sell it. So we were able to do all of that. I had my husband help me and, and then we, able, we were able to get four offers that and she was able to get up the price that she wanted, right? So through that process, I've utilized the staging for my other clients now because I actually realized I, actually, I really enjoy it. I love making things pretty. So yeah, so just go with your gut. Like whatever your gut feels like you should do, I think is like the best, that's the best GPS for me anyways. The best GPS is your gut, guys. And, uh, you know, that, that's the other thing that I noticed about what you said is that um, you only go with things that you enjoy, that brings you joy, that you are aligned with. You know, a lot of times in real estate, we are doing things that we don't want to do because we want the business. So, in fact, um, you started to do things that just bring you, brought you joy and business came a lot easier. Is that what I'm hearing, too? Yeah, I mean... What, the reason why I got into real estate was because I enjoyed listening to people's stories. When I walk into someone's home, I love looking at the different artifacts that they have on the mantle or wherever. And I like to ask them, where is this from? Because I want to hear how these people got from where they were to where they are now. So I enjoy these stories, just like this half hour power hour. I think that's kind of what it's about as well. It's the same thing. So, it, you know, door knocking wasn't really my thing. I did mm -hmm. do it. Cold calling wasn't really my thing, but talking to people and really getting to know them and developing relationships um, through connection is my thing. So that's what I enjoy most. And I feel like that's where I get my business. It's flowing so well for you right now. Everything's just coming so naturally. I could see it. And every time I talk to you, you just have this energy now. It's dramatically different than when we um, first talked and, and when we first started working together two years ago. What do you think is the one change that you made or intentionally or unintentionally that you made that had you go from, you know, what you were? Because you were struggling a little bit when we first started two years ago and now you're just flowing. What do you think is the main difference? I, I'm going to go back to what I said, which is doing things that you really enjoy, because when I spoke to you at the beginning, I honestly didn't even think I wanted to do real estate anymore. Wow. Right? Like I was at a point where I wasn't sure if it was the right um career for me because yeah. I felt like it was very transactional and I, I didn't feel like fulfilled. And so I think the shift for me was my mindset in changing that, um, just changing my mindset um, from a perspective of doing things that I really wanted to do, but also being able to connect with different people. And yeah. every single client I feel like that I've, that's been presented to me, I feel like I've actually learned something from them. Like I've gotten something from that transaction personally I've grown from it so that's what I that's what I think I think it's just a mindset change and I think you know when I think about there was a conversation that we had had 
where I was pretty, I think I was pretty upset. And all you kept saying was mindset, Lonnie, just change your mindset. Come on, Lonnie, just change. And I was like, John, oh my gosh, I got to hang up my phone. Cause all you keep talking about is mindset. Oh. But every time I get in those moments of, um, you know, if I get down or if I get a little bit upset, your voice comes into my head often. <laughs> and I hear that, like, shift your mindset, change your mindset, change the way you think. And so, yeah, so I think that's really important just to always wow. stay positive and always look at the, the better, the good thing versus the bad. It's you, you've you've gone through such a transformation and uh, I, I'm only uh, I'm just honored to to have you mention me in your transformation here but I think there's so much more to it the other thing that I noticed from what you said is letting go letting go so how did you you were so attached before and now you just let go I what was the transformation there how did you let go um you know I think growing up in an Asian family I just believe that in order for you to be successful, you need to have results. And in order to have results, you need to work hard. Mm. What I realized last year was that's actually not the case because to be honest, I didn't work very hard last year, um, if at all. Um, very little bit of, you know, very little time. Um, and so, yeah, like I, what was the question again? Sorry. Yeah, so th there was a, a moment in time when I see you, you're attached and you're just forcing an outcome, it seems like. And now when, yes. you let go, it, when you decided to let go, it just came. Like you just started flowing. So what was a switch for you? Yeah, no, I think it was just mindset. I think it was just mindset and just doing, like you said, I feel like if you want things to happen for you, you also have to fill your own self up. So just taking care of yourself first and then the flow mm -hmm. naturally happens. But you got to take care of yourself. What are the And I spent a lot of time. Yeah, I spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah. So what are the spe specific things that you did during that time to have you, you know, switch up your mindset? Meditation was something I introduced during that time, which I never knew could impact me as much as that has. Um, um, I did the affirmations. I mean, I was very resistant towards that because you were, you know, it was that's all John does. <laughs> it's affirmations. So, but I got into that, doing that as well. And then journaling for me is a big one, mm -hmm. just getting in a journal and writing out my thoughts. Um, and then also observing what those thoughts are, you know, whether they be positive or negative and just reflecting on them. So wow. I think for me, and also reading something like I always read something positive every day or listen to a positive podcast or whatnot, just to keep my spirits up. What are, you, what are you reading right now that you could share with the audience? Actually, I have one here. So I'm reading this one. It's called Ninja Ninja Selling. Oh, I see that. like that. It's really good. It's really good. It, it kind of, I feel like it kind of combines personal development, personal growth with real estate. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, which I know a lot of our group has also done is this one here, the U uh, Square. Yeah. I think this one's also a really amazing one too. You are that book right now, like the quantum leap that you're experiencing right now and actually doing less and accomplishing more. That's that book, guys. And if you if you guys um, in the audience, if you're working really, 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 really hard and wondering why you're not breaking through uh, to, to that quantum leap, read that book, U Squared. And I'm going to check out that book, uh, Ninja Selling, as well. So, you know this whole transformation now you're producing ex extraordinary results um what's what's driving you now 
every day. I want more time. My why is time. Yes, because I feel like time is the one thing you can't get back. You can always make more money. Um, but like when I see my kids and how fast they've grown, that's something we can't turn back. I can't make them babies anymore. So for me, it's about, you know, creating a space, even with respect to like the monetary aspect of it and, and having that money, the money is to have more time. That's the reason why I make the money. Right. So really we make money because you want your time. Right. Yeah. I want to be able to do what I want in my time. And also, I mean, that's the goal of EXP, right. Is to, is to create um, an organization where it allows you to be able to still um, make the same amount of money, but maybe not necessarily work as hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's multiple streams of income in, in the same thing that we do. Um, you're also a real estate investor. When, so beyond the, the 2006 uh, place that you bought, um, you, you have a good portfolio as well that you're working on? Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I have a, I have a few properties. They're not all in Vancouver. There are some of them are um, outside of Vancouver in Alberta, but um, yeah, I, I used to be part of a program called uh, rain rain. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I purchased properties upon their advice and it's worked out for me so far. Yeah, but I've always been about residual income. Mm. Like I, I right cuz I don't I don't think that the purpose of living is just to work. I believe the purpose of living is to grow and to find out more about yourself and find out what your purpose is cuz I think we all have gifts. We yeah. just need to figure out what those gifts are. I think you found it. I think you found it. And that's why, you know, things are flowing so well for you. And the other day I, I was, uh, I think I was on Clubhouse and uh, we were just talking about, you know, the purpose of having goals and chasing after goals is not actually to hit the goal guys, but it's um, going after the, the person who you want to become to deserve that mm -hmm. goal. Right. Talk 100%. It's like the process. I think it's it, the biggest thing is the process when you're actually going from one place to another and how that transition happens. Like that's the most exciting part for anyone, right? You can always look back and be like, Oh my gosh, I made it. But what was that journey like to get there? That's like, that's what I feel like happened for me last year. That's mm -hmm. why when people ask me these things, I'm like, I don't really know. But what mm -hmm. I do know is that each and every, each and every year, I feel like the most exciting thing about that year is that next thing I'm going to learn about myself. What is that next thing that I'm going to appreciate and love about myself that I didn't know the year before? Because there will be challenges, right? There will be hurdles that you're going to have to go over. But how are you going to deal with those hurdles when they come up? Right. Man, that's, uh, that's amazing. So really, it's, uh, it's about time. It's about um, personal growth. It's actually focusing not on the destination, guys, but uh, focusing on the journey. What am I going to do today? How am I going to enjoy today? Like last year, I actually said to myself, I'm going to live every day as though it were my last. And if it's not fun, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Right. So I thank you for that. And I think that's how we're, we're more and more aligned. I think our energies, you know, but anyway, that's uh, another topic, energies, alignment. But I want to find out from you, you know, since you're on this journey of breaking through, what does five years, 10 years, 15 years look like in real estate for you? Um, so five years, I mean, I definitely want to build up my EXP organization for sure. I feel like the people that I've attracted into my current organization are very much aligned with who I am and uh, what I want to become as well. And we're very um, 
positive and, and supportive of each other. So um, I definitely want to step back as well. I want to be like you, John, basically. <laughs> like, I want to be able to step back. I mean, I would love for my husband to be a crystal, but that might not necessarily happen. But I, I really would like to kind of step back and really enjoy my time with my kids. And what that looks like for me is that I have to create a team. Um, so I'm starting with my journey this year is starting with the assistant, which is something you encourage me to do. Mm. Um, and then moving on to having a buyer's agent. And I, I also have a showing agent too, which you also had suggested for me to do. So I think for me, it's just like kind of stepping back and really doing things that I really love to do. And what I really actually think I, I actually am really passionate about is empowering and inspiring. So I don't know what that looks like right now, but I definitely want to dig into that a little bit more this year and figure out, you know, other things that I can do other than real estate. Yeah, yeah. Real well, mm -hmm. under this platform, we can sell real estate, we can build an organization, we can create multiple streams of income. And, you know, that's how you're able to, to, to build other things that you truly love, whatever that may be, you have an opportunity. And uh, thank you for taking my suggest suggestions, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I always feel yeah. like, you know, we're, we're not connecting, but she's actually taking it, guys. So that's awesome. Um, so what's now we're going to, you know, come to a close. What's two pieces of advice that you could give to our audience to have them break through in 2021? Um, I guess the first one is for me, it's always come from a place of contribution and service um, with everything that you do, whether it be personally or professionally. Um, and the second one is really find out what brings you joy. There's going to be things, of course, in real estate that you're not going to enjoy doing, but the majority of the time you should be doing something you love to do, whether it be connecting with different people or um, hearing their stories like I really enjoy or um, the interior design aspect of it, or maybe it's the negotiation aspect of it, whatever it is, master that skill and do it every day. Do something that you enjoy and focus on contribution. That's awesome. That's what you're doing right now. And you are attracting everything positive to your life. And it's just truly inspiring to see the transformation that you've gone through. We have a few minutes, guys. How about some questions? Any questions for Leilani? We actually have time for Q&A today. That's awesome. Questions? So I have just have a comment. So basically yeah. John's been trying to get me onto this call for about a year, like he mentioned. And, you know, the fear that I had was that I wasn't going to sound good or, you know, that I was, and I'm really quite nervous on this call as well. Um, but I encourage you to do something uncomfortable every day. There mm -hmm. was some push that pushed me to do this chat. Like I know you called me this week and I just, I, I just felt like, somebody needed to hear something that I said today. So I wanted to make sure that I was on this call. So that's my intention for, for the reason why I'm on this call right now. Oh, I hope you. somebody got something from it. Um, yeah. If nobody else did, I did. I did. I did <laughs> you today, And uh, I'm just truly inspired by how you've been letting go and actually attracting more abundance and more opportunities to you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I can't wait for us to, you know, build together um, I, I'm just honored to be in your journey in the next 5, 10, 15 years. So thank you so much for today, Leilani, and we shall see you soon. Make it a great thank day. You. Thank you. Thank you.